0: The trifecta of those three things is going to create what's what we're going to call the greatest boom in history. So the big question is this, how investors like us who weren't born in a silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: Welcome back to Positive Property Show. Now, look, guys,
0: um, welcome to all the freedom fighters out there.
1: Welcome, guys. Welcome. Now, look, guys,
0: you know, we had a choice because obviously we're part of the fire movement, mm-hmm. which is financial independence, retire early. However, I didn't want to call you firefighters because <laughs> you might get confused. So even though we are firefighters, as in fighting for financial independence, retire early. We're calling ourselves freedom fighters because um, that's what we're fighting for—freedom. Now, if you got me on any other channel, please come along to Property Positive Property Club because I'm here to answer Q and A live questions later on. What we're going to talk about today is one—I'm going to tell you a little story about the woodcutter and why it's so relevant today, and it's very important. But not only that, there's going to—let's let's let's all face it—we're all agreed. 2021 is going to be massive in property; it's going to be big, right? We all agree on that, for one thing. Now, the other thing is why. I'm going to tell you the three reasons why it's going to happen, and I'm going to also explain how to make sure you take advantage of it because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And seriously, if you miss the last boom, it's not your fault. No. But if you miss the next one, it's your fault because you're listening to me now. You know, I already said this back in 2008, before the last boom, Now I'm going to say it again, but this is going to be much bigger. Last boom is nothing compared to what's happening at the moment. I'll explain to you what's happening in the economy with the money, interest rates, banks. And when you put it all together, you're going to understand. See, Absolutely. a lot of people find po- property very complicated.
1: Yeah, I don't blame them. Because you don't get taught that in school. You don't get taught about, you know, no. how to make money out of property or how to invest in school. So it's a very new concept to most people.
0: The main reason people find it complicated is they don't understand the core principles. And that's right. what I'm going to go through but quickly on a personal note what i've been doing lately since i last saw you um i'm actually in the middle of a 24-hour fast at the moment so i've just gone 24 hours and 44 minutes so far and i want to get to 48 hours no water no food um
1: so pretty exciting Yeah, it's called a dry (laughs) fast
0: and the reason i'm not having food is because it really gets your results faster there and look is it comfortable Maybe slightly uncomfortable, but thing. See, the thing is, I've been reading a book lately called The Wedge, and it talks about you know between a stimulus to your response, your emotions. You got that little gap in between. Because I, as I told you the other week, I went and went in the ice bath and sat in there for three minutes, and I found it very difficult. But I could imagine if I had practice, I could just get there and relax after a while. And I'm thinking about buying one.
1: Yeah, well, speaking from experience, I have done a a dry fast before. That's what it's, I think, officially called, where you have, you know, no food and no water. And the funny thing was I've compared it to both. I've done, you know, fasting with water and fasting without. And actually, it's so much easier to fast when you're not drinking water. Maybe it's because it doesn't stretch out your stomach, but you don't feel as hungry. So I think it's way more efficient. And I think like the ROI you get on your time that you spend fasting is way better because you can fast for less time, but get into ketosis like way faster.
0: Yes, and the ketones stop you from being hungry. Yeah, as well, right? And on my ketones, one point five at the moment, so they're massive. Now you may have noticed we've got a Christmas tree out there.
1: Tree's up in November. In yes, November, it went up yes. today actually. It went, it
0: went up today, and you know, I I, I always feel after my birthday because my birthday is on the fifth of November. After I recover from that, then I feel like the next thing going now is. Christmas.
1: Chrissy Chrissy time. It's going to happen
0: before we don't, I mean, It's beginning to look a lot
1: like Christmas. That's right.
0: 2021 isn't over yet. And what I want to do is, you know, really help people get to the next level before 2021.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. So we're going to talk about the factors now. What's happening. See, the CBA, ANZ and Westpac all look at the price growth between 10 and 20% over the next year or so. And I'd imagine in NAB, I think it's something similar. So they're all expecting big growth, right? And see, this is the thing, though. A lot of people find this puzzling, right? And Why? <laughs> well, the reason they're finding it puzzling, because think about this, is what happened was everyone was predicting an economic crash. Right. The major depression, recession, right? Mm. Right? And, you know, this is supposed to be the worst economic meltdown since the Great Depression. I mean, what happened to the COVID crisis? The crash? What happened to the devastation of the lockdown?
1: Didn't really happen, did it?
0: Didn't happen.
1: Lucky for us.
0: Well, the short answer is why is money, right? Okay. So the government, what the government did is the government basically, you know, COVID came along and if you're the patient, the government came in and said, okay, we're going to give you blood, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that. And they went, they went crazy and went, did it. They just carpet bombed the whole economy with, with money. And look, because money is so cheap at the moment, it was easy to do.
1: I must take my hat off to the government. I think they actually did a pretty good job in, um, you know, helping Australians and supporting small business, which um, has obviously helped a lot of people keep their jobs. Uh, So that's been really good.
0: Yeah, and look, the government's been very proactive, but actually I think they actually gave more money than they needed. Really? Yes, for once.
1: Don't say that. I won't say anything.
0: (laughs) But seriously, what's happened is businesses are doing a lot, most businesses are doing well. Okay. Wage has gone up. So we're averaging now 7% increase per year in wages, right? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So money's got to do with it, right? And how is that gonna cause a boom in property prices, right? See, I'll tell you the three factors, and these are the three factors. There's interest rates, mm-hmm. there's serviceability and deposit power.
1: Right. And those,
0: The trifecta of those three things is gonna create what's what we're gonna call the greatest boom in history. If you follow the money and you follow what's happening, it's really simple and makes sense, right? See, if you want to buy a property, you need serviceability.
1: Because you need to get the loan.
0: Yes. Now, In service, layman's terms. In service, <laughs> the bank
1: needs to give you the moolah.
0: Serviceability has got two factors. One factor is interest Income. rates. Interest, no, rate? interest rates? Interest yeah. yeah. Income, yes. Income. And the other factor is bank policy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the bank policy used to be, we're gonna you know, you're getting a loan for three percent. We're gonna we're gonna see if you can afford seven and a half percent.
1: Wow. Right? So they used to try and rip people off.
0: No, 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 they have just been conservative. But the RBA said they're not gonna raise interest for the next three years.
1: That's awesome. Right?
0: Three or four years actually.
1: I love so, it. So so they've
0: said they're not gonna raise interest. So we don't have to worry about that. One it's thing amazing. We so it's um, a good
1: time to get into the market.
0: Look, it's amazing. It's amazing, right? But um, you know. But I want to talk about serviceability and interest rates. So interest rates now, if you compare fixed rates, pre-COVID and post-COVID, they're almost half the price now, which is amazing, right? Um, so it's really cheap. Property money, money's really good. They're big really cut half, yeah. Yes. What other part of serviceability do we need, right? Interest rates, were are not low. They're super low. We also know the government have eased fiscal, financial fiscal borrowing. Um, they, they had this thing where you had to be, um, jump through a lot of hoops to get a loan.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: They're scrapping that now all, all of a sudden. Cool. Because it was very difficult and they're scrapping that. What's going to happen with that is going to make it easy to borrow and more stability. <coughs> yes, the great news for interest rates. It's fantastic.
1: Absolutely.
0: It is. And now, so the other good thing is, the thing is, the next thing going is deposits. Because obviously to buy property, you need a deposit, right? Yes. Well, two ways to get a deposit. Well, there's actually nine ways, which I explained before in the challenge. But I'm going to talk about the two main ways. The main here.
1: two, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's actually nine different ways to get a deposit. And some of them are little known things. And I'll talk about them before in the challenge, which I'll mention later on, if you remind me, but what I'm going to do is talk about the two main ways. One is equity, and two is money, cash in the bank. Cash,
1: yeah. I'm going to talk
0: about those two things. One, property prices have gone up in every state except Victoria. So Sorry, Victoria. Have, so people have got more equity, so they can, buy, they can borrow more, which is great. Number two, people have got more savings.
1: Because they haven't been going out and spending. Is that why? Yes, yes, well, yes. When you think about it, you couldn't really, like, go out and go to restaurants, cafes, the movies. Well, but listen, listen Even f- to go out bowling or whatever, you couldn't really do that for a listen while. listen to these
0: amazing figures. We're going to be around, in early 2021, the average household, all the, all the people in Australia, we're going to have an extra savings of $100 billion. Wow. $100 billion. Yeah. That, that is humongous. That's staggering. Now, you know that's 5% of GDP. right? That's, that's awesome. all happened since since COVID started. Our savings have gone through the roof. People are heading on their mortgages, the savings. What I'm doing is I'm counting the head of the mortgages, the extra payments and the savings all up is going to be around $100 billion, right?
1: I think as a country, Australians just, um, you know, they survive and then they thrive through difficult times because, you know, we just get on with it and we get back to work and we just make things happen.
0: Yeah, and look, thanks to the government for doing this. Right?
1: Absolutely. They've definitely, you know, helped the economy in a lot of ways, which is awesome.
0: would love to quickly hear all nine ways. I might program in for a next session. If have got time at the end, I will, okay? Yeah, but I we'll circle go, back. I want to go through. <laughs> thanks to the government because the government gave a lot of, um, give women $100 billion life. <laughs> So basically the government's been very generous because they were trying to subsidize our wages, but salaries actually went up, right? So, you know, so basically household incomes are now growing at a massive 7% per year.
1: That's massive.
0: How how much is that?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Right. And look, so does that mean everyone's making a lot more money?
0: Not everyone, though. <laughs> in, no. no, in, in, in in general, yes. Yeah. And so Basically, what are these people doing?
1: Well, I think um, a big percentage of why people are making more money is because they doubled the um, the unemployment benefit as well, remember? Yeah, exactly. So, even those people have got more money. Exactly, exactly. So even if you're not working, your income automatically sort of went up because of COVID.
0: Yes, but what a lot of people are doing this extra money is trucking it away into their savings account. But not yeah. only that, even the normal money they've got, they've been putting away because there's not much to spend it on.
1: Yeah, and I think um, when there's a bit of uncertainty, you sort of just hang on to your money and you don't really spend it because there's a bit of fear around, you know, what could happen.
0: Yeah, so look, there's a a massive surge in savings, which equals a massive surge in deposit and borrowing capacity, right? Nice. So we talked about interest, we talked about serviceability, and we're talking about deposit now, right? Mm -hmm. So when the dust settles after COVID, Because at the moment, there's still that dust, COVID dust.
1: Still a dust storm. We're not through it yet.
0: But what's going to happen is back early 2021 when the dust settles, suddenly people are going to realise they're sitting on a big pile of cash, Mm -hmm. just sitting there. Now, one or two things are going to happen. They're going to go and be consumers and spend lots of money, which is going to happen. The economy is going to boom, which is going to help as well. So there's going to be a massive recovery because there's pent-up demand. And people can going to go nuts.
1: Yeah. yeah, like everyone wants to travel. Everyone wants to, you know, have parties. Like everyone's going to go crazy doing all the stuff that they couldn't do in 2020.
0: Yep. So a lot of households are going to spend it on having fun and traveling and stuff like that. But many will actually put in productive assets, right? Mm-hmm. And see, if you're sitting in a deposit with the cheapest interest rate in the world, you'd be kind of mad not to buy property, wouldn't you?
1: Absolutely. That's my opinion.
0: You'd be crazy, right? And obviously, the right investment, and the right property, but you'd be crazy not to do it. So, basically, part of the boom is going to be a massive increase in serviceability in 2021, mm-hmm. right? An increase in borrowing power, an increase in capacity, and all up that's going to really bring it on. So, it's very exciting, very, very exciting. Can I both have cash flow as capital growth property as well? I can answer that one because that's an easy one. No. <laughs> No, 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 let me let me explain. I, I recently went in the group and said, "What would you prefer, cash flow or capital growth?" And a lot of people said, "Well, if this situation would cash flow, this situation would capital growth." Yeah. And they kept going. And look, at the end of the day, I'm telling you, I'll tell you the secret. And the secret is, you want capital growth.
1: Yes. That's
0: what you're looking for. Right? Cash, cash
1: flow is just a bonus.
0: Cash flow is a bonus, but yeah. capital growth is where the true magic happens. And that's where you make the real money, and the capital growth actually gets your cash flow. Up. So the important thing is we buy a property. So you're always buying a property for capital growth, nothing else. Mm-hmm. You structure, but the structure you structure for, ca- for cash flow. Yep. So people get it wrong. You don't buy a property for cash flow. You you structure for cash flow. Yeah. Because I've, I've we've done this many times. We've had people join our program. You know, they came along, did the 14-day challenge, and ended up joining our mentorship program. And we've saved them fifty thousand dollars a year through structure. I didn't, they didn't buy a property for that, they structured mm-hmm. it differently, and that's the key when when it comes to structuring. And I have got a great um, thing about structuring in the 14-day challenge, the freedom for property challenge. But basically, that is the most important thing. But you only want to buy for capital growth. People that buy for cash flow, I think they're quite mad mm. <laughs> because the challenge is if you've got cash flow, no capital growth, then. You're just going to get this money. You buy. Imagine you buy a property. Um, let's say you buy a four hundred thousand dollar property, and you're getting seven hundred dollars a week rent. Yeah. But there's no capital growth. Yeah. Well, the rent's not going to go up.
1: And I think um, they don't realise that it's sort of short. Well, let, let it's short sighted looking let, let for let a, do, a cash flow property because in the long run, if you get a capital growth property, you're going to make way more money.
0: Let me do the numbers, right? <laughs> yeah. So. At 400 and 700 right? That's extra three hundred dollars a week. let compare the times five fifty two. That's fifteen thousand a year. Times ten, that's one hundred fifty six thousand dollars a year extra you're getting for the cash flow. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: Excellent. Can you remember that number? Because I'm not going to remember. One
1: hundred and fifty six thousand. Yeah, one
0: hundred fifty six thousand. Now, we've got the same property, a different property that's going to be capital growth, same price. But we're only getting four hundred dollars a week instead of seven hundred because it's not a cash flow property. But this is going to capital growth is going to double in the next 17 or twelve years. So in ten years, it doubles. So what happens is we're going to end up with four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars plus, because it's double, we're going to end up with eight hundred dollars a week. So really, we're going to end up with four hundred fifty thousand instead of one hundred fifty-six thousand. Mm-hmm. So what would you prefer? 150000 Just this is just back of the envelope numbers yeah, that yeah. I've done on my calculator, but just shows you that capital growth is the true driver. And even if you got nearly double the rent from the beginning of a cash flow property, you're missing out on. Three hundred thousand dollars. You're
1: missing out big time.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's what's happening with the boom, which is very exciting. And now, what I want to do is tell you the story about the woodcutter, because this is very important, right? See, there was a there was a woodcutter, cutter, copper, a woodcutter, right? <laughs> it's and chopping he, wood. He asked for a job with a timber merchant. And he got it, and the pay was really good, and some of the work condition. He was pumped. He went out there day one and started chopping, and got seventeen trees chopped down. He's like, yoo hoo, yeah, awesome, right? Then next day he goes down and he chopped seventeen trees again. Mm-hmm. Third day he goes out, and he chops like twelve, and then the fourth day he chopped like eight. He's like, I don't know, I'm getting weaker. What's going on? You know what I mean? Because he was really motivated and he wanted to work hard because he loved this job, right? Mm-hmm. And day after day he was bringing in less less than trees. and trees. He's thinking, I oh, must be losing my strength, you know? He went to the boss and apologized and saying, look, he couldn't understand what's going on. And the boss said to him, look, when's the last time you sharpened your axe? Mm. And he's like, sharpen? I had no idea to chop my axe. I'd be very busy trying to cut trees.
1: So this lumberjack was chopping away with a blunt axe.
0: Yes. See, well, it was sharp at the beginning. Yes. But exactly. Let's see, what happened was, see, now you might be thinking, you know, why am I telling this story and here's why. It isn't about how many trees you cut. It's about having the best tools in your hand that allows you to keep cutting trees no matter where you go or how many of them you come by. And see, after being a successful property investor for over 20 years, I've long realised that it's not about having 10 different strategies and it's not about working harder at all, right? But it's rather about having one good strategy that can work its magic for you over and over again, no matter what the market is doing. But not only that, it's about working smarter and getting a, getting your strategy to do all the heavy lifting for you. And look, it's worked for me. And I finally, when I finally decided to figure out the property investing created the Markovsky method, and the question is, you know, are you currently the woodcutter of the same unsharped nags, hoping and praying to cut down trees as you go? Let's face it, hoping and praying is not a good strategy. You know, it's not very reliable to get anything. <laughs> it's <laughs> not the most reliable strategy, is it? No. You know what I mean? And the fact of it is, someone's saying affordability, to get into the market relatively quick, relatively tech growth. Yes, absolutely. So the, the important thing is, is what you need is you need that right strategy. Mm. And what I'm doing is I'm doing my last and final 14-day challenge uh, on the 14th of December.
1: You need to get clear on the right strategy for you because once you get your strategy, that is your foundation that you're going to build everything on and that is the whole core pillar of all your investing and how you're going to make money.
0: Well, like we said before, the reason people find property investing very complicated is that I understand the fundamentals of the core principles.
1: Yeah.
0: And really what I've done is I've decided to distill my 20 years of knowledge into this 40 day challenge, which is on the 40th of December. And it's called the Freedom for Property Challenge.
1: Last one for the year, guys.
0: This is it. This is it. That's right?
1: it. 2020 is done.
0: That's the last one. So, you know, if you want to get a jump start for 2021, if you want to get the right strategy, and really what what I'm what I'm saying is if you want me to help you, me and my team to help you plan out your property portfolio. And this plan is gonna serve you for the rest of your life. If you're interested, you know, just type in the chat, you know, freedom through property. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll send you a link to my- Or we'll type the word challenge,
1: challenge even. Yeah, type the word challenge. Don't writing that, that big sentence. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> type challenge down below. But yes, uh, look, the year's not over, 2020's not over. It's time to redeem yourself. Do what you can while you can for the rest of the year. You know what
0: Bill Gates says? What? He says, if you're not, if you're not, if you're born poor, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. But you know what he says also? If you die poor, it's your fault.
1: Absolutely. There's never been a better time to get into the market. Like we said, you know, interest rates are rock bottom. What are they now? What's the RBA reducing down to? Like 1%? It's,
0: it's something crazy. It's, crazy. it's
1: crazy. I mean.
0: And the, the fact <laughs> of it is, look, we saw the three principles of what's happening now. And with $100 billion worth of savings, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, And I know there's already a shortage of supply. There's is. so
1: much opportunity, guys. Like, it's crazy. I'm seeing it every day. It's just amazing what's happening right now. So, yeah, look, get in before the boom. That's all I can say, because once it booms, you know, you're going to have to pay more in terms of deposit. And um, you could have had that money in your own pocket.
0: Look, borrowing power is all relative. and. What a lot of people try to do is they try to save up more to increase their buying power. However, because yeah. the property market keeps moving. Keeps going up. They mm. never catch up to it, right? Mm. They keep running after the property market year after year, just missing it.
1: You're going to lose you're, that you're, race. You're better off
0: catching the property now and letting it do the heavy lifting for you.
1: Absolutely. Moving co-
0: make you go forward. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: That's 100%. It. So should we circle back to the nine ways you can invest in property? we got time for that, George?
0: The nine. Um we can talk about a few of the nine ways what time do we finish
1: so um basically we've got about 15 20 minutes left
0: okay we've got lots of time or
1: <laughs> well, we can okay. finish earlier no, it's no, no, up no. to Look, you <laughs>
0: okay let's I, I don't know all the nine rba is at 0.1 at the moment exactly it's 0.1
1: there you go
0: boom exactly so the nine ways to get a deposit What i'm going to do is I'll, I'll i'll mention a few now i've got a training for it the 14 day challenge so i can't memorise all of them. So number one. I can help you. One, number one is cash.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: And cash is good because, number you know, if you got cash in the bank, seriously, your money's shrinking, mm. especially at 0.1%, right? It is, it is shrinking. literally, yeah. And seriously, it'd be horrible to have your money in the bank right now mm-hmm. because it's shrinking where property prices are going up. I mean, most, most areas have gone up. Most cities have gone up 5% except yeah. Melbourne over the last four months. And they're predicting 10 or 20%. Now this, all, this is the big four banks that are predicting this. It's not it's not me or not any other. board. it's me as well. But <laughs> I I'm expecting you know seven to ten percent. Yeah. And if I get ten, I'll be wrapped.
1: That's just a bonus. If I get twenty,
0: yeah. it's a wrap. But you need a cha- you need a prop you need a, um, a system that's going to allow you to invest and make money even if you're only getting five or six.
1: And just be conservative. You know, do yeah. it on literally. You know, your worst case scenario. Yeah, you're but the thing get. is.
0: With the five times multiplier, we have many of our members, right? So if the property market does 10%, they make 50%. Mm, right? Yes, because you're and putting
1: in only 20%. That's right. For your and with, with,
0: with the five times multiplier, yeah. you know, we we a lot of times we're getting 20 to 30, 40% per year over and over and over again. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize how we're doing this, right? And it's pretty cool. And I'll talk about this during the 14 day challenge as well. I'll go for the five times multiple and explain exactly how it works. Yeah. So and, if and we do, you can do a 10 times multiple.
1: If through. we miss any of the nine ways to um, obviously get into the market and get a property, um, you cover all of the nine ways in the 14 day challenge. Thank you, George. George? Yes, exactly. exactly. Excellent. Yeah, of
0: course I do. What about a loan from George? Is huh. that option 10 interest free, not repayable? You <laughs> wish. <laughs> hey guys, look, I really believe that the best thing I can give you is knowledge.
1: It's the, and the best my gift, the absolutely. Best absolutely. Gift. Education and the second best to gift. empower you to do it yourself.
0: and the second It's best, very rewarding. And the second best gift is a loan from someone <laughs> with no interest, but unfortunately <laughs> no one's willing to do it for anyone, unfortunately. yes. Yeah, yeah, So the thing is, okay, so the next part is equity.
1: Equity, yes. And look, equity,
0: equity as far as I'm concerned. I am
1: shocked at the amount of people who have so much equity sitting there in their house doing absolutely nothing. I'm like, Wow. You could buy ten properties with that it's just crazy you know these people that have houses you know toilet, 300 hundred four hundred five hundred thousand dollars plus worth of equity I, I know
0: you know what's what's happening is this' is the deal I was doing a, I do a coaching I do this with Dan Sullivan's strategic coach I was like the session the other day yeah and he was talking about look at your um, mem- people that want to join your program look at their biggest pain point what they want yeah then they said look at their opportunities mm-hmm I was like, what do you mean opportunities? And then I realised, you know, the people that are watching us now in our group, their opportunities are pretty exciting. Like, Mm -hmm. So, for example, what's your opportunity? Well, if you've got a job, if you pay tax, if you've got a mortgage or equity or you've got a deposit, Mm. you've got an asset there that you're underutilizing. Yeah, yeah. Right? We call
1: that untapped potential. (laughs) That's
0: right. And with the untapped potential, you can tap that potential and really make it work. And I like to tap out the tax first.
1: Well, what you want to do is you want to stop trading your time for dollars. You want to get your assets out there like your house that you've got and the equity that's sitting there doing nothing and get that out there working and making you money because you can never outwork a house. It's always going to make more money than you in the long run because properties just keep going up no matter what. It's crazy.
0: Exactly, exactly. So um, that's really it. So we got deposit and we got... The next one, which is equity.
1: Equity, yep.
0: What's next?
1: Cash deposit, that is, and equity. Yep.
0: Next is superannuation.
1: Super, yes. Right. Another really underutilised So with um, super, you need
0: to talk to an expert about this. We're not 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 financial advisors. We're not financial advisors. I'm a property investor. I'm just
1: a successful property investor.
0: Look, I earned my MBA in property quite a few years back. Mm. And really, that's the only qualification I think you need anyway. Yep. And if it, does anyone know what MBA stands for? Do you want to type it in the chat?
1: I have a feeling you've asked this question like a few times. I'll ask it again anyway. <laughs> on this, this, um, this session this, that is we do. It, this
0: is what it stands for. It stands for massive bank account. It's the only thing you need. Because if you have made a massive bank account out of investing in property, you know what you're doing. Yeah. and
1: you've if You've got the runs on the and board. And if you haven't,
0: if you haven't, you don't know what you're doing. Simple.
1: You've got the proof.
0: The that, proof that's the there. real proof, the massive bank
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: So... So superannuation is another way a lot of people, it's actually the fastest growing sector of people investing in property at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So that's what's happening as well. So that's three. I don't know if we'll get to nine, but we're going to push for it. <laughs> then what you can do, and this happens a lot with people, is if you've got some toys, you've got a couple of cars around the place, motorbikes, motorbikes,
1: garage full of old cars that you're going to do all up, sorts of assets you've got at
0: home. <laughs> I mean, look. I know one guy who sold his Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards—they've gone up. Yep, and he sold them for twenty thousand dollars.
1: Wow, is this guy a member?
0: Not yet. No. Okay. But he, he wants to be a member, so he sold them for twenty thousand dollars. He's saving up.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's our Jimmy's from our personal oh, trainer. Oh, right, right. Yes. So, and look, and we had one guy who joined that program. His name's Mark, and he had no deposit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And what happened was he was living at home. He had like four cars and first thing we did when he joined the program i said look get rid of your cars you only need yeah. one car to get to a and b keep one car get rid of the rest especially expensive keep
1: your favorite car and anyway, all those cars he didn't keep his favorite
0: because <laughs> the favorite was too expensive but anyway yeah. we sold the cars now he's got a million dollars worth of property he's got money is offset account he's positive geared and he's doing well
1: he's set for life I mean, look, going from having cars that were going down in value to two amazing investment properties that keep making him more and more passive income every year and keep going up in value, it's like black and white, you know, night and day. It's really uh, next level, you know, mentality, mindset in letting go of those assets that were losing him money and actually investing that money into investment properties that are going to keep you know, making money for the rest of his life and it's going to be the gift that keeps giving. Forever. That's right.
0: Because, I mean, the cars aren't going to go up in value. No. Oh, but, you know, if you have them long enough, but they're not really going to get you rent or anything yeah. like that. If you rent it out, they're going to go down in value. So anyway, because we're a temp. But the thing is, you know, the fact of it is, you know, property just keeps going up. And look, one property, only one good property can make the lifetime difference.
1: Oh, it you can know, make a massive you know, difference. Imagine if
0: you bought a property for 500000 and it doubled in 10 years and you had $500,000 equity which you can turn into cash if you don't do it. Now, could you save $500,000 if you work for the next 10 years? Honestly, answer that. You know, answer it to yourself, answer it to us. (laughs) I don't think so, right? I don't think I could. And I know lots of people that make good money, they couldn't save that much. You know what I mean? But a house can do that. Mm. And someone said buy and hold on the construction property, but you can't really do this with houses. Okay, um, I'm not exactly clear on what you're asking, if you would like to just rephrase, Can you rephrase the
1: question, the question yes, please. please. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that's another way of getting the deposit. Now, also, there's a really good way with a lot of our members did this. We've got a lot of um, young people that join our program. Mm-hmm. And they've got parents that have had their property for a while. Yeah. That have got lots of equity. It's mm-hmm. doing nothing. And what they do is they get their parents to help out.
1: Go guarantor.
0: Go guarantor. And that way, if they're going to go on tour, they can get the loan without a deposit. Yes. And that works really well. And, you know, the point is to do this, one, it's important to do it safely because you don't want to put your parents in peril. Absolutely. Yeah. Two, you need to educate your parents and show them why you're doing it and how you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is normally when they talk to their parents, the parents are going, oh, my God, you're going to lose all their money, right? <laughs> but then, you know, if we educate them and show them what we're doing and how it's doing it, yeah. and they're getting a property for less than $20 a week. Even the parents parents can chip in $20 if they have to. You know what I mean? Let's say things went bad and the kid couldn't afford $20. I mean, you could, someone, you get 20, you can scrape $20 together somehow. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important when it comes to cash flow, getting that right and getting the structure right. Because that way keeps you safe. It's all about safety because protecting your empire is important. Buy and hold on the construction property, but you can't really do this with houses like buy options. All right. Yeah. um, you can't buy options and houses. Yes, you can buy options and houses. Um and I don't this, know much about yeah, options. You can. You can actually buy options and houses. And what that is, you go to a, you go to knock on someone's door. There's a guy up in Queensland selling this course to how to do it. Okay.
1: And look,
0: it can work, but it takes a lot of effort. And I'm I'm the sort of person that wants to I'm into passive income that makes me money while I'm sleeping, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what happens is you can knock on people's doors, find the property give them an option to buy the house, mm-hmm. but you've got to be able to get, get it for less than what you can sell the house. I don't know if that's ethical, mm-hmm. you know, because I think almost imagine, you know, these people out there knocking on doors, knocking on grandma's doors and trying to rip them off. And so just,
1: it sounds like a really far out there sort of works on paper strategy, but in real life probably doesn't really work. <laughs>
0: look, it does. It can work in real life, but I think you need a lot of skill. But also I don't know if you're going to just be doing the right thing by the, by the actual owner yeah, of the property. Yeah,
1: because you want to be ethical.
0: I really think at the end of the day, you know, part of our values is Mm -hmm. it's got to be a win for everyone.
1: Win-win. Everyone wins. Absolutely. That's one of our values, everyone wins. And
0: Mm -hmm. what do we mean by that is the the client wins, the company wins, the community wins. And if it's not a win-win-win, then I think we're looking at old school. That's old school business, Mm -hmm. new school business about win-win-win. You know, Elon Musk is helping the environment, helping people save money, save time. Helping people
1: live on Mars. Exactly.
0: It's (laughs) great. You know what I mean? So that's another way of getting the are having a guarantor. Now, because I've been fasting for like 24 hours, I'm fading away here.
1: <laughs>
0: but I'm, I want to I go... So when it. are
1: you going to break your fast, George? Tomorrow
0: night. Tomorrow night.
1: According to my app. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So just a two-day. Yeah, two I days. find uh, two days probably one of the easiest fasts it's, to do. It's
0: pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty easy. Look, the more times you do it, the better. You know, we're talking about oh, yeah, the wedge and, and we're talking about the wedge and talking about comfort. So the
1: wedge, is this a book?
0: The, the wedge of the book, but who, let me who wrote the book? Don't know. Some guy that did a Wim Hof. Thing,
1: oh, okay. Because right. right. I did
0: the ice. Let's go. Let's go back today. I'll talk to you about the ice bar, and I found it very challenging. And basically, getting out of your comfort zone is challenging. It's uncomfortable. That's why it's called your comfort zone, uncomfort zone. So when I started first training at the gym and lifting heavy weights, yes, I found that uncomfortable. And if you don't lift heavy weights, you wouldn't. You wouldn't properly enjoy lifting heavy weights because mm. it's painful. But after doing it for so many years, I don't find it uncomfortable now. I find it pleasurable.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: and enjoy it then. I enjoy it, yeah, yeah. I love it. You don't? I still yeah, hate working no, I, out. I love it. I really enjoy it. It gives me a good feeling. I just love lifting weights.
1: Maybe the endorphins that get released. I really enjoy
0: it. Now, with cold ice baths, I can admit I definitely don't enjoy those. <laughs> and, but what I've done now since then is I've been doing cold showers. And admittedly, it's not that cold, but I'm finding it really easy. And normally, even in summer, I wouldn't like to have a cold shower. I'd find it uncomfortable. But I feel it. I find it comfortable now in summer to have a shower. I a cold love
1: shower. cold showers in summer. I find them, like, so refreshing. It's, like, such a good way to start your day. <coughs> Offer options to subdivide and build owners' backyard agreements on profits. Yeah,
0: yeah. Look, I think there is an ethical way of doing it, Heidi, that's excellent. Thank you for mentioning that, definitely. But so what I want to talk about is still the comfort zone thing in the wedge. Okay. So at the end of the day, the only way to get comfortable and get out of your comfort zone is to get uncomfortable and get used to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what property investing is about. When I first invested in property, I found it very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I was giving a lot of money away for a property and I wasn't sure what was going on. Now, the, the one thing that can help you become more comfortable, and this, this helped with the ice bath, this helps with property, is getting an expert that's done it before over and over to show you how to do it mm-hmm. and tell you the reasons why you should do it. And then you're comfortable. See, if someone said, George, jump in a bath full of ice and just stay there. Now, I wouldn't know how to do it. I wouldn't know why. Is it is it healthy? Has someone else done it? Like there's so many things going on in your mind. You can't jump in and just be comfortable doing do it. But by knowing that this guy teaching me has done it over and over again, he's got the runs on the board. Mm-hmm. He knows the science behind it. He's done it successfully many times. He's helped other people successfully do it many times, mm-hmm. which made it more comfortable for me. And just like Kim helped me with the ice bath, I can help you with property because I've done it over and over again. And by doing it with someone like me, or our team of coaches, our team of property mentors, it's gonna make you comfortable doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just about you know having someone who knows what they're doing hold your hand and walk you through it step by step.
0: Yeah, and that's the best way to get out of your comfort zone is having someone that knows what they're doing to help you.
1: Have a good because, coach, have a good teacher.
0: Yes, because Doing it a different way is probably not a smart idea.
1: No.
0: I mean, Wim Hof, he jumped in the Arctic ice and his corneas froze over. Ooh. You know what I mean? You wouldn't want that happening to you. You know what I mean? No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, look, guys, that's it for tonight. We've given you four or five different ways to a deposit. If you want the whole nine, you've got to do a 40 day challenge. You check out Sorry. the 14
1: day challenge. Type yep. challenge in the comments below. Yep, we'll type challenge
0: and we'll hook you up with a challenge. It's going to be our last challenge for the year. Um, enjoy your Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks now, for
1: joining us. Yeah, you know,
0: remember we're not firefighters; we're freedom fighters.
1: <laughs> freedom fighters, guys.
0: Guys, we're fighting for freedom. And remember, you know, I really believe, with the heart of my hearts, that the life you want, the holidays you want, the lifestyle you want, the house you want, the car you want, all of that is just one good property portfolio away. Mm-hmm. And if you can create a good property portfolio, you're going to get there. And Absolutely. the best way to do that is by actually doing the challenge and getting me to go live with you every day and help you do it for 14 days. Yeah, right? 100%. Because one thing is, I mean, with this challenge, i give you a mission each day mm. and you've got to do it. And then i check up on you and make sure you do it. Yep. People so are saying get, challenge, get excellent.
1: Fantastic. Guys, we'll see you in the challenge. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. And we'll see you, see next, you Wednesday. All next time. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, we a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income. I've become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy. And it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand the information I share is of a general nature only and is not taking into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisors has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process. And helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.